Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Legend, can't bowl and you can't throw. I'm just telling you what everybody knows. Absolute sins. You put down all the tail and they sit you out of the ground. Don't ask what it was Karen and Joe. So you can't bowl and you can't throw. In a week where Australia triumphed in both a T20 and an ODI series against Hayley Matthews, this is Can't Bowl, Can't Throw. I did hear on the WNCL live stream the other day that somebody said that um, Beth Mooney wouldn't be the next keeper for Australia, so I think she just took that out on, on whoever said that and threw it at me just to make sure that if I do go down, it's her. <laughs> You're here with Kat Jones and Dan Lipke and Alyssa Healy, who was referring to being struck by a ball that uh, Beth Mooney threw at her. Yeah, that's right. It was a, a moment in the one day between Australia and the West Indies, uh, the women, and Alana King took a wicket mm. with an LBW, and while they were appealing. Uh, Beth Mooney at first slip just tried to run her out, but just flung the ball straight into Alyssa Healy's backside. Yes, and, and she went down too, right? Yeah, she, 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 yeah, went down on her haunches briefly. At first, when I first, I didn't see Beth Mooney actually hit her yeah. when, when I was watching, and uh, I, I just thought she, yeah, strained her back. You know how she does that big, like, massive appeal where she stretches her back all the, all the way back. She does a big elongated appeal. I thought she might might have strained her back, but no, it was just uh, Beth Mooney flinging a ball into her. Mm. Yeah, since our previous episode, uh, the Australian women have played the West Indies in three T20s and three ODIs. Yeah, they got a lot of cricket in it. And, um, of course, as you mentioned in the in the <laughs> intro, it was really just Hayley Matthews yes. playing for the West Indies. I mean, she was amazing. She was incredible. Yeah, she was fantastic. Uh, player of the match in each of the T20s, despite Australia winning two, <laughs> two of those T20s. Yeah, that's so great. And player of the series, obviously. Yes, yes. So what did she end up with? She got two for 310 off 29.4 overs. Yes. So, huh. yeah. A lot of runs, only dismissed twice and uh, going at about 10 runs and over while she was batting. So Amazing. Not bad. Uh, she wasn't quite as effective in the ODIs, but that was mostly because she didn't play one of them. Mm-hmm. And I think another one was rained out. So yeah, right. uh, that, that limited even Hayley Matthews' ability to dominate. But, you know, lots of rain about mm. again. Uh, did mean that the Australian women were back in action, uh, doing their old trick of bring, helping with the covers out at Junction Oval. <laughs> yep. So we probably need to get a Kickstarter or something <laughs> up uh, to get some more Junction Oval staff so the women... You know, can take some time off whenever they, yeah. whenever the rain starts to fall out. I there. reckon it's part of their training routine now. <laughs> yeah, you know, very those possible. covers are heavy. Yes, but I guess the most important thing coming out of this series is that Hayley Matthews will be playing for the Melbourne Renegades yes. in the WBBL, and that's our team. So yeah, that's, that's team. good news for us. She's captaining too, right? She is indeed. Huh. So some hope for the Renegades. This is the part of the show where we discuss the cricket news of the week. Lots of stuff going on in the world of cricket, but we just have time to cover. 
the first couple of weeks of the World Cup. Has it really been two weeks? It's been, it's been two weeks, two and a bit weeks, I think, mm. by now. But, uh, yeah, probably closing in on three weeks. Yeah. Get time time gets away from you. So we won't go over the results of all those games. It's impossible games. to go too, over too every game. Games. Like, if you're doing a daily podcast like some people are, then that's fine. You can yeah. cover every game. We don't do daily podcasts. So we'll just uh, cover some of our personal highlights, which may have nothing whatsoever to do with the matches. So, so what's your first personal highlight? My first personal highlight is, is a low light really because it's the these uh world cup mascots skank and zuma who i fucking hate they they're up they're in the crowd they're dancing away like dickheads i do not like skank and zuma they're they're absolutely horrendous they're actually pretty reminiscent of the renegades mascots yeah, that's true reasonably similar I don't, they've got don't capes like they've got masks they're wearing masks so we don't know their real identities yeah, yeah. and um, i actually think it's really i don't know Stuart broad and meg lanning maybe <laughs> dancing around behind those masks very we'll, possibly we'll never know I mean, it's probably not Meg Lanning. No, she's she's playing in the WBBL. But she may be just zipping back and forth. You never know. Well, it's someone else then. We just can't work it out because of those masks. It's like the Masked Singer except with horrible mascots. What what, what other highlights has there been? Well, Josh Butler, uh, before the series opener against New Zealand, he claimed he didn't like England being referred to as the defending champions. (laughs) Yes. Now, you know, that's... That's typical Joss Butler because he doesn't like the word defending. Mm, yeah, that was that was a good explanation, right? Yep. A, a very insane explanation. Yes. Just like, I, we, we're not going to defend our title because we don't like the word defend. Yep. So instead, they're, they're, you know, savagely attacking the prospect of somebody stealing their title or something. Yeah. But yeah, anyway, they went on to lose that match against That's New Zealand. Right. So perhaps a little bit more defense needed from Joss Butler. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, my next highlight, again, another low light really, is yep. uh, I've I, I, they got lowlights here to begin with. I, I assume it gets better as we go along. Mm. Uh, Sachin Tendulkar's dreadful commentary. Sachin is not a good commentator. And he just kind of skulks into a commentary box. Oh, well, everyone accepts him into their box. Yeah, right? yeah. They, they genuflect as yeah. he arrives. They're, yeah. Yeah, they're, oh, he can go wherever he wants. Sachin he is box. here. Sachin is, maybe, maybe Sachin is a skank or, yes, uh, or Zuma. But anyway, Sachin gets out of his skank costume. In he comes. And uh, he just proceeds to ignore er- anything happening out in the middle. He bangs on about God only I, I I don't even know what he talks about nah. most of the time because he starts talking and I just start falling asleep. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's it's dreadful stuff. I, I'm almost as bad as Hayden. That's how yes. bad it is. Yes, that's really that's really dreadful. Mm. He's, he's not the greatest. So my next one is is kind of in a low light as well. <laughs> but uh, Adam Zampa, uh, when he was doing some something in the swimming pool, he swam into the edge of a swimming pool and he grazed his nose. He mm. massive, he had a big, massive, massive, great cut. Yeah. yeah, massive big cut in his nose. And, of course, this is... It's not Zampa's fault because his nose is sentient. Mm. Remember, it's recklessly so because yep. it um, has orchestrated runouts on its yep. own before. Yes, in the BBL. Yep. And uh, now it's had enough of swimming and it leads Zamps to the side <laughs> and uh, a little more enthusiastically than necessary. But, yeah, I think Adam Zampa's nose is quite a thing. But mm. I think the other issue with the swimming pool is apparently he's swimming with his eyes closed and I'm not quite sure that's – that's. I mean, don't trust your nose, Adam Zampa. It no. gets you in all kinds of trouble. No. Yeah. no. And if you have to swim with your eyes shut, maybe you shouldn't be swimming that mm. fast. Very possibly, yeah. yeah. Uh, continuing the lowlights, we've got uh, fucking Jarvo <laughs> made an appearance again. Uh, Lots of swearing in these lowlights today. He, he interrupted the Australia-India match. Uh, yeah. Have you got any any highlights or lowlights related to actual cricket? Maybe. Maybe we'll get to some. We'll okay. see. Uh, but, yeah, so he ran onto the match, made, made a complete dickhead out of himself. Yep. Vera Coley came over and gave him a talking to, mm. and hopefully that's enough to scare him into sorting oh, out yeah. his life because if Vera Coley gave me a talking to, I'd do whatever Vera told me to do. I can't even remember. 
remember which game Jarvo was interrupting the previous time. Uh, the previous one, I think, was at a test was it match. In yeah. yeah, yeah, it was during the England yeah. summer. Ugh. Yeah. So, yeah, so no more Jarvo, hopefully. I think he's been put on a plane and sent back home. So yeah. maybe he'll interrupt, you know, the Rugby World Cup or something. That's fine. I don't care about the rugby. Yes. What's next? Next up is another highlight or low light from the Australia versus India game. This is probably a highlight. This is yeah. Dave Warner. He's still playing cricket. He is. Yeah, good on him. Good and on him for having a go. Good on him. And he was uh, given a six by one of the umpires, Chris Gaffney. But uh, old uh, Honest Dave <laughs> decided that uh, he'd correct him and told him it was only a four. Yeah, that's very impressive. How so, does he see that far to the uh, boundary? He must have exceptional eyes, yeah. uh, better eyes than the umpire, clearly, because he, uh, he, uh, yeah, he peered down. So, no, that bounced inside the rope. I'll just help the umpires. Maybe Dave Warner's got a career in umpiring oh, after, so. after his career ends. I would it, love to see Dave Warner umpiring. Wouldn't he, would he be fiery and he awesome? He would be fantastic. Yeah. No, he wouldn't. He'd just be serious, deadpan. He'd be <laughs> Really stayed. I, I he developed this massive beer belly. It'd yeah. be fantastic. All right. Well, we'll we'll look forward to Dave Warner, the umpire. Yep. So that that's coming. Uh, Great name for an umpire too. Yeah, Dave Made Warner. To be. Warner. Yeah. Give him give him one warning, and then you're out of there. Uh, of course, in that same match, uh, you were given uh, some betting options, right? Uh, yeah, that's right. We, we we don't. Well, let's let's get let's get the theme song up here. I was approached by a man who I later later discovered to be a bookmaker from India. I was fined ten thousand dollars and paid my fine immediately. I realised and accept fully that my actions were naive and stupid. I realised that I was very naive and stupid and stupid and stupid and stupid. I love in that clip that they insist on telling everyone the country that the bookmaker came from. Yeah. I don't know if that's relevant. No. Anyway. anyway. Uh, <coughs> they, yeah, so you uh, were, were going to bet on the Australia-India match with uh, an Indian bookmaker. Yes, I was half-assed half, <laughs> uh, half going into the – I think I had about a minute to go before yes. the gambling closed. So I'm not a great gambler, as everyone knows. But uh, the betting options for Australia, top run scorer for Australia could have been Steve Smith at four, mm. Warner at $4.50 or Travis Head. <laughs> At $4.50 somehow. <laughs> Very short odds for someone who's not even playing. I'm not even sure he was in the country at the time. I think he was still <laughs> in Australia uh, recovering from this uh, broken hand or whatever yeah. the hell he's had. So, yeah, so you put all your money on Travis Head, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. he's definitely going to be the top run scorer. No. Honourable mention to uh, South Africa who are going to win the tournament. Mm. I have bet on South Africa to win the tournament. And, and curses and tradition be damned in World <laughs> Cups. Uh, and, and also, even though the Netherlands beats them. <laughs> Yeah. Which has happened. The Netherlands always beat someone. Yeah. And yeah. it just, uh, they, they often beat South Africa too. I think they beat South Africa in the T20 World Cup last year. So, I think yeah. it's a tradition. Bogey side. I reckon it's something to do with the sledging because wouldn't they, they understand each other's sledges, yeah, don't possibly, they? The, yeah. The Africans. Yes, very, very possibly. Oh, uh, yes. Anyway. Yes. I also bet on a uh, century in the match, India versus Australia, and bloody Rahul got 97 and Kohli got 85. And, and Rahul was trying to get his century, he, uh, yeah. he, he, except he accidentally hit a six off uh, Pat Cummins <laughs> to win the match instead. He was trying to hit a four and then hit a six, so he could four to level the match yep. and then a six to bring up his century. So what he needed was that umpire that, <laughs> that, that gets it wrong. <laughs> oh, he, he should have just done what Dave Warner did, said, no, 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 that was no, just a four. Just a four. Yep. He's easily. Could have yeah. easily overruled it. 
Very, very foolish. Mm. Uh, We also had England, uh, before their match against Bangladesh, they spent thousands and thousands of hours complaining about the outfield. It was all scruffy and messy and they they didn't Mm. like it. Uh, Turned out there was nothing wrong with it. Everybody (laughs) fielded on it perfectly fine and uh, I'm assuming they just didn't like the look of it. Maybe it clashed with the mountains in the background or something. But yeah, it's a, yeah. So that was uh, kind of just a a bit of a letdown really after all the Mm. banging on about it they went. You think they might be complaining about their actual form? in this tournament. Right, yeah, but no, it's no. the outfield. Oh, well. And uh, talking about form, <laughs> yes. um, Australia hired a circus clown as their fielding coach <laughs> for this tournament. They've dropped about a 1,000 catches, mm. uh, at least 70 catches against South Africa alone, all yep. varying degrees of difficulty. Some of them were hard, but they usually stick them, and yeah. the easy ones fell too. The easy ones fell too. There was, it was a very comical performance from Australia. Yeah. Who, uh, at least uh, were listening to their clown of a fielding coach. They, uh, yep. they were following instructions. Uh, I think... I think during that same match, we also had Richard Kettleborough. He gave Marcus Stoinis out, caught behind, uh, despite his hand being off the bat because uh, we he was the, the third umpire and he explained over the voice thing, we could hear him quite clearly, clearly that this was technically a correct decision because even though Stoinis had one hand off the bat, it was connected to the other hand, which was on the bat. And when that happens, both hands are counted, you know, as just one great big hand for, for the purposes of holding onto the bat. So the wisdom of Kettleborough. The wisdom Who would of have Kettleborough known? was very, very clever, very uh, very important clarification, smart application of the laws, except for one tiny thing, which was that the other half of the split screen showed that the, the two hands were nowhere near one another. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, uh, just just a little bit of an oversight there from uh, Kettleborough. Yeah not, yeah. not to look at the other half of the well, split, split screen. Well, split screens are difficult. They are very difficult, yes, yes. Yes, Anyway, we've had also a lot of very funny DRS whinging from the Australians. Yes. So Steve Smith was given out to one that looked like it was missing by a mile and, and he just pulled his typical... Steve Smith, <laughs> exasperated, sort of incredulous faces uh, as he as he wandered off. And then Warner was given out, but that was by Joel Wilson, mm. and reviewed the decision, and that was upheld by umpire's call. And then Warner swore and smashed yeah, his bat down on the ground. I mean, one. they need it. They need a, a mood coach, mm. I think, is what they need here. Yep. Um, and they demanded, I think, what did Warner? It was Warner, yeah, Warner who came out a couple of days screen. later. Yeah, yeah. right. And he, he said that umpire's stats should be shown on the big screen before the match starts. Oh, wowie. So their, their record, so what would it be? Joel Wilson got one right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> in, in this particular case, yep, Joel Wilson, one right. Yeah. David Warner, one big tantrum. Uh, we also, I mean, it wasn't just the Australians, of course. Uh, Johnny Bairstow had uh, one that... Uh, he complained about a lot because he gave a, a filthy glare as he went off because it was umpire's call on both where it pitched and yeah. whether it was going on to hit the stumps. But still umpire's call, still had to go. And we know this is just because Johnny likes to bat on even though he's out. So uh, yes, that's course. a tradition from Johnny Bairstow. Yeah, absolutely. But, but basically in general, England and Australia are the highlights of the tournament so far. They're yeah. having a competition to see who can stink up the World Cup the most. They've uh, England came out, lost their first game. Australia came out, lost their first game. Yeah. Uh, then England were beaten by Afghanistan in their third match, and that briefly sent Australia to the bottom of the table, which was well. Very they'd exciting. lost two matches by then. Yeah. I think Australia. They, yep. They're dreadful. Yeah. So yeah. I, ideally, we're hoping neither country will make the semi-finals, <laughs> right? That's right. Then yeah. they could just organise some little bilateral tournament between themselves, and maybe you know earn some money to start a development program or something for their yep. teams. Yeah. That's right. I mean, it was t- it was a tough draw for Australia to start. Mm. Not so much a tough draw for England to start. <laughs> but anyway, 
there's going to be a match between these two teams at some point. At some so point. they can't just keep losing. Uh, so someone's going to win a match at some point. It, it, it probably will be a complete knockout when maybe they it'll play be each rained other. out. Yeah, that would be very interesting. That would be funny. Yes, that might knock both teams out. Maybe let's hope, let's hope. Fingers crossed. Yeah. We also had some silly commentary from Michael Clark. Who would have thought no, it would have been hard him? to believe? He basically claimed Pat Cummins would be axed for the third match. Mm, as captain and as a player. Yeah. Wow, that would have been a big deal. Would have been a big deal. Thank goodness Michael Clark's <laughs> not a not a uh, selector. No, Michael Clark doesn't really know what's going on. Uh, we also had during a rain delay in Australia's match against Sri Lanka, we had Dave Warner helping out with the covers. Uh, presu- oh. Presumably, he just wants to qualify as an honorary member of the Australian women's team. He's probably had a chat with Mitch. Stark about it said, oh, sounds pretty good hanging out with the world champions all the time. Yeah. Let's do much, much easier than trying to win our own World Cup. Let's just stick with the girls. He's testing out all sorts of post-cricket mm. careers here, isn't he? Yep. Umpiring and cover dragging. Yep. Uh, and I've got one more. Mm. We've got a lot of highlights. There have been a lot of highlights that have nothing to do with the cricket. <laughs> yeah. Um, Adil Rashid got upset with journalists who suggested that England might have lost their aura. Mm. Now, I don't know which journalist suggested this, but he says, I don't think that's fair. He says, I think it's pretty unfair. And what do you reckon? Do you agree? I completely agree with Rashid, yeah. I mean, you can't go about making wild, unsubstantiated claims about, you know, teams losing their auras. Yeah. I mean, auras are... Yeah, very important. Stick to the known aura facts. Yes, or get a degree in aura science. Mm, exactly. Mm. Uh, yeah, very unfair to not listen to the aura science. Please support capitalism by checking out these sponsors. So I'm covering many of the World Cup matches, uh, like actual things that happen in the games rather than <laughs> things that happen outside, over on my newsletter. And you could sign up to the newsletter for free. That's uh, newsletter.leabcricket.com. So... But pretty much every Australian match will get a report card full of my observations on the match uh, and along with any other games that capture my interest. Uh, and they will all be delivered straight to your email inbox if you sign up. So you get one report card a week for free and uh, the rest uh, can be unlocked via a paid subscription or by recommending other people to the newsletter. That also lets you... Oh, that's clever. That's a clever trick. unlocking. Yeah, so... Uh, Paid subscribers or unlocked subscribers also uh, unlock older content that has slid behind the paywall and gives you discount codes for all my writing, including a 100% off discount code for all my self-published ebooks. So that's newsletter.leapcricket.com. Let's play. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Are you smarter than a fifth grade cricketer? All right, here we are in the quiz. 
So the quiz is, uh, are you smarter than a fifth grade cricketer? And I think I'm the subject You today. are. You are the subject this time yeah. around, yes. Uh, and I'm kind of inspired by all that newsletter talk. I, mm. I did remember that I'm still subscribed to Marnus's newsletter. Marnus mm. has got a newsletter that he sends out. Go straight to my spam. How yeah. often does it come out? Uh, about once every four or five months, Marnus <laughs> sits down and types yep. out his thoughts. Uh, or or, you or know, does per- he? Perhaps he doesn't, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> just prior to the World Cup starting, uh, Marnus uh, sent out a newsletter and I'm going to read you six phrases. A, a number of them will be from Marnus mm-hmm. uh, and a number of them will have been generated by ChatGPT. <laughs> and you just have to tell me which is which, okay? Mm, okay? This could be tricky. So the first quote. In the world of cricket, the right bat is an extension of yourself. It's essential to have the perfect piece of willow in hand when you're on the big stage. Is that Marnus or is that ChatGPT? Oh, my God. It's exactly the sort of thing Marnus would say. <laughs> I think it's ChatGPT. That is ChatGPT, oh! one out of one. All right, second quote. It's been a whirlwind two months since the end of the Ashes. Yep, that's right. It was just two months ago that we wrapped up the fifth test. Wow, time really does fly. Oh, my. Marnus or ChatGPT? Uh, it was just two months ago. Oh, God. That has to – it depends how many exclamation marks in that. I think there's just one right at the end. Wow, right. time really does fly, exclamation mark. Okay, I guess it has to be an exclamation mark at the end of the wow. Yep. I think I think that's going to be Manus. That is Manus, two from two. I'm just trying to remember if uh, – because ChatGPT, you know, misses the last couple of years. When did Manus's newsletter first start and does oh, ChatGPT have well, I, any... I fed the newsletter into, oh. the, into the thing right. to give it a, a, a sample of how Manus writes. So it's, it's doing its best to imitate him. Okay. Uh, third quote. <laughs> Every net session is a dress rehearsal for the big show. It's where we work on our strengths and weaknesses. Marnus or ChatGPT? Oh, it sounds pretty boring. But <laughs> then again, Marnus always talks about net sessions in his mm. newsletters. But I'm going to go with ChatGPT. Oh, you're right again. Three oh. for three. You might clean sweep this Woo-hoo. one. All right. I doubt it. Next There's one. Six. <laughs> I'm mostly focused on my intent and looking to up my scoring rate. This means finding ways to hit boundaries, but also a big part is not getting bogged down with dot balls. So working on ways to get off strike and work the ball around the field for singles. Marnus or ChatGPT? Mm, I mean, that's definitely what Marnus does. Mm. And uh, th- that vague focusing on intent just means <laughs> nothing at all. I'm going to say, what if I, well, I'm three out of three. I've had two GPTs and one Marnus. I'm going to go Marnus again. That is Marnus. Oh! Four from four. Here we go. Hey. Fifth quote. A major part of my ethos for many years and something I've continually written down in my journal is the phrase, stay ready always. <laughs> is that Marnus or is that ChatGPT? I love the idea that that is the only three words <laughs> written in the journal. Stay ready always times 100. I don't reckon Marnus has got a journal. I think this is ChatGPT. <laughs> oh, no, you've ruined your oh, chances. Oh, this is Marnus. That's Marnus. Oh, my yes. God. Marnus. Stay ready always. Marnus is always ready. Always ready wow. to do Wow, how something. much is that journal going to be worth when he sells? Millions. Mm. Millions. Uh, Final quote. The sweet spot on a bat is like a treasure chest. Finding it consistently is an art that we constantly work on. Is that Marnus or is that ChatGPT? ChatGPT. I've done done quite a lot of work with ChatGPT. They were just comparing irrelevant things to treasure chests. I'm almost certain this is ChatGPT. You are correct. So it's five (laughs) out of six. I always get a suggestion for a bloody treasure chest. Yes. All right. Well, congratulations. You are smarter than a fifth grade cricketer. Can't fall, can't throw, coming live. Thanks for tuning in and taking your time. The underappreciated act of the week. The funniest and crazy plays of the week. Who is going to join the honorary board? The number one Scott Moller reward. 
Here we are in a Muller Award. Pretty much the entire episode has uh, been a Muller Award. We, we had a whole heap of World Cup related Mullers. We do nothing else now. We did that as a to- total episode last time and now this time as well. Yeah. Anyway, we threw a quiz in the middle of this one. So the actual Muller Award for this time, nothing to do with any of the World Cups. Uh, we're going to start off with uh, the Marsh Cup. The and Marsh Cup, which is on its way. It is on its way. And uh, in particular, we're going to talk about Jake Fraser McGurk who hit a century off 29 balls, which became the Amazing. quickest ever in 50-over cricket. Yeah. And uh, quicker than the fastest one in T20 cricket as well. Oh, God, that's so amazing. So he just went very silly. Uh, so that was good work from Jake Fraser McGurk. And continuing the silliness of the Marsh Cup, we mm. had uh, uh, just a couple of games later, Grinda Sandu and Kane Richardson added a record 73 runs for the final wicket to give wow. Queensland a win over New South Wales. I'm pretty sure New South Wales thought, oh, well, we've done this, nine wickets down, 73 yeah. to get. Fine win. We'll get a bonus point. I think what actually happened was New South Wales were on the brink of getting a bonus point for bowling the team out for yeah. you know too low a proportion of their total, and then Queensland with their with this last wicket partnership ended up getting a bonus point because they won within forty overs or something. Oh, wow! So there's a big uh, bonus point turnaround. So yeah. Great, great stuff from the Marsh Cup, which is easily the most compelling 50-over cricket of the last few weeks. That's right. We're definitely watching the wrong competition mm. here. Anyway, I've got one from the Asian Games. That was just prior to the World Cup. Yes. So there was a match uh, between Pakistan and Nepal, and there was a stumping against one of the Nepal batters. And this was checked upstairs, and the third umpire confirmed, yep, that's out. Yep. And then the batter left and made it all the way to the pavilion. And then the third umpire noticed <laughs> the ball wasn't even in the wicketkeeper's gloves where the stumping was made. And it must had another look at a couple of replays, yep. so he was not out. Mm. A couple of minute, minutes later, back to the crease and uh, the match continued. Mm. So obviously corrected his mistake yeah. at the very last minute. So he looked at the other half of the split screen yes. to see where the wicketkeeper had the ball in the gloves. That's something for Richard Kettlebrough to work on. He can work on that. Yeah. Uh, my next nomination is Pat Cummins. Good old Pat Cummins because he was named the Green Sport Awards Athlete of the Year. Uh, this is a BBC award. Hmm. Uh, very, very, very exciting for Pat and something to rile up all the people who already don't like him. Uh, Green Sport Awards Athlete of the Year. Cameron and Chris Green are both reportedly fuming about this uh, result. I heard that they weren't fuming. Oh, they weren't? No, they they were green with envy. (laughs) They were green with envy, even better. That is much worse. Yes. Also, you're not allowed to be fuming at the Green Awards. No, no. No, Unless it's solar panel fuming. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, uh, the next one, uh, following the that uh, terrible day at Lords where Australia was uh, booed and hissed and mm. so on, the MCC um, that got in on the action there, they've finally suspended three of their members for that tantrum uh, after Johnny Besto was dismissed. Yep. So really great to see that they've found their three bad eggs that were noisily ruining an otherwise very cordial kind <laughs> yes. of exit uh, through the change rooms there. Yes. And, uh, very good. No more disrespectful behaviour expected from any of those lords. Yes, very good. Great to see. Wonderful stuff. Yeah. Uh, Got a couple more here. I've got the – there's a women's T20 series taking place between Chile and Argentina. Hmm. Uh, Argentina uh, got off to a good start. They made one for hun- They made one for 427 batting first. Are we the- sure it was only 20 overs? <laughs> it was definitely only 20 overs. <laughs> oh, no. uh, the most impressive part of this innings was they did not hit a single six. Wow. They scored 427 runs, no sixes. They were helped a little bit by uh, 64 no balls. Oh, that's so terrible. 64 no balls in 20 overs, so it's three per over. If you don't, I mean, uh, you know, not a single six. If you don't hit it in the air, 
you can't be caught out. Exactly. So that's yeah. the Bradman theory of uh, T20 batting. Yeah. Uh, Florentia Martinez, uh, she bowled 17 no balls in her sole 23 ball over. Oh, wow. And she finished with the figures of none for 52 off one over. And nobody at one at any stage noticed that she was hurt in the middle of that over? <laughs> she <laughs> was dreadfully hurt. Dreadfully injured. No one noticed. Terri- terrible. Oh. Yeah. I, I might have dragged her off after the 11th or 12th no ball. So <laughs> you've clearly got a problem with your arm there. Yeah. You've got a broken arm. Don't yep. bowl with your broken arm. Off yep. to the change rooms yes. with you. But the most amazing Maybe they had no sub. Maybe. <laughs> but the most amazing thing about this game was that Chile then went on to chase the target down. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, 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 they didn't. No, they didn't. They were bowled out for 63. But imagine if they had chased it yeah, down. Yeah, Martin would have been very exciting. scored a triple century in yes. that chase. Yes. Poor Martin is. Anyway, one last one. Uh, this is Elise Perry. Mm. She's uh, Elise Perry has missed the opening WBBL match after a ban for slow over rates from the previous tournament. Yep. Everyone pretty much forgot this, but it was there yeah. hanging over. Over her head. Again, umpires with long memories. <laughs> yep. Yeah. I mean, there was a bit of a whinge about it from the commentators, I think, on Channel 7. But yep. anyway, slow over rates should be punished, right? Yeah. Yep. People can't, you can't, you can't have it both ways. You can't be no. complaining about slow over rates all the time and boring us with all your complaints about that and then coming out and complaining when they do something about slow over rates. So, yes. Yeah. That would be implying that people can't complain about in, indeed opposite things, which mm. people do all the time. That is true. Anyway. That is true. Who's going to win this Muller Award? Oh, goodness. Lots me. of options. I, I feel like we should give. Uh, uh, Martin is the <laughs> consolation prize for scoring so poorly. But yeah, congratulations uh, to Florencia Martinez. Yeah. Uh, you have won the Muller Award. Excellent work. And that will wrap us up for this week, right? Yes, you've been listening to Dan Libke and Kat Jones. So we are on X and on Blue Sky and on Threads and also yep. all over the place. Choose if you your want to social find media us. platform yeah. and track us down there. Uh, you can also follow us on Can't Bowl Throw on Twitter, X. Uh, like us on Facebook by searching for Can't Bowl, Can't Throw. And, of course, don't forget to subscribe to my newsletter at newsletter.leabcricket.com. That's where you get all your World Cup content from me. And we will see you two, two more weeks into this World Cup, yeah, I well, guess. possibly after the final. Yeah, maybe. We will speak to you then. Bye. Podcast Network. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.